Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. On DAB+, online, via the TalkSport app and on your smart speaker. The Women's World Cup Show. It's a really, really good finish. I love goals like that on TalkSport 2. Hello, hello, happy Friday, you lovely lot. How excited are we all for England to play in the World Cup final on Sunday? Absolutely cannot wait for it. And don't forget, it's going to be live on Talk Sport. We've got build up from Box Park at 10 a.m. And kickoff is at 11 a.m. with your superstar commentary team of Joe Shannon and Leanne Sanderson. So it's the final rest day of the tournament before that huge clash between Spain and England. But like all the other rest days, we're still going to bring you loads of amazing and exclusive audio. Let's kick off by reminding ourselves of the Lionesses' historic road to reaching their first ever World Cup final. Russo gets the game underway. And so too begins England's World Cup campaign. Can England go all the way in the 2023 FIFA World Cup? The journey begins here. Georgia Stanway makes no mistake, rolls it into the bottom corner, and England are off and running at the Women's World Cup. Of course, I'm very happy with the three points. That's the most important thing. I think Haiti was a very hard opponent to play against. England have it back 25 yards out with James. Great feet, right footed shot into the corner. Lauren James scores in a major tournament for England. Lauren James just makes football look easy. It is two wins from two. Final score in Sydney, England one, Denmark nil. And it's to the far post and Daly! Rachel Daly bodies it home. Six of the best for England. Very satisfactory evening for England. They are marching into the round of 16. They have beaten China by six goals to one. The yellow card for number seven, White, is cancelled. Instead, red card for Violet Congo. Lauren James is sent off. England are down to 10 players with four minutes to go. It's a moment of madness. It's stupid. It's frustration. It's boiling over. Chloe Kelly from the spot to send England into the quarterfinals. She does. Emphatically! We're really excited for the next game and I think it's just been positive, positive vibes in the camp. Right to the near side and Santos, corner of the 18-yard box, twisting, turning, crossing, it's looping, it's in! Marriott has been beaten! Opportunity for Russo, inside the penalty area, finds the corner! A 
Alessia Russo for England! And could that be the goal that takes them a huge step closer towards the World Cup semi-final? Buzzing, keeping the dream alive. It was a, another grind out there tonight, um, but we've got the job done and now we're on to the semis. Australia beat England this centre stage for a semi-final tie like no other. And up the middle, through towards Russo. Russo in the area. Russo to finish it! Alessia Russo sends England to the World Cup final. It's about playing your best game and focus on football. When you go to a tournament, you, you go there to, to win. Our England reporter Courtney Sweetman-Kirk has been inside the England camp and earlier today she sat down with manager Serena Wiegmann to hear how preparations are going for the game on Sunday. Has it sunk in a World Cup final? Just how big this is for everyone involved here but also all the fans at home and for English football. Yeah, yeah, it has sunk in. Um, so we're really now into Spain, into the game uh, against Spain, getting ready for it. And um, yes, we know the support we get uh, from England um, is huge. I'm trying to stay out of it a little bit because it gets too exciting. I'm trying, what I do is focus on the game and focus on what we have to do. And then afterwards we'll see uh, what's all happening uh, at the other side of the world. And I'm just curious for this preparation cycle. Normally you get two years in between major tournaments. You've only had one, two retirements, losing two key players um, to injury as well. So just how difficult has that turnaround been? Yeah, uh, we lost three three players uh, with injuries. and Well, I think um, what we do all the time, you know that we have a team of 23. When we came here, we were 25, so if someone would get injured, we had two players ready to, uh, to, to jump in. And, and you also make a plan, so if someone gets injured, what's the next step for the team? Who's then ready to play? And that's what you try to do all the time. And of course, when someone gets injured, it's first of all really disappointed and sad for the player herself, uh, but for the team then too. But it also gives a chance for someone else to step up and then uh, show what you can do and take responsibility. And that's, that's what this team has done again. Um, and over and over again because we had some more things to overcome during the tournament and I think so far we have showed so much resilience uh, and, and found a way uh, to win all the time. And it's the first time at a World Cup final for the Lionesses, not for you, so I know you're doing all the stuff on the pitch but I wonder off the pitch what advice you're giving the girls about you know, soaking up the experience of the day and, and maybe what to expect. Yeah, this team is so calm and we have players in this team that are very, very experienced. So they have they went to semi-finals, but they also with the club played in full stadiums in, in the Champions League. And of course, the experience we had last year in the Euros was, am was amazing, but also an experience where everyone has felt how it is to play such a major, uh, a major game, a final of a tournament. So that helped us. And now also now during this tournament, we had the Colombia game, which was an away game. Uh, now the Australia game, where basically everyone, well, there were a lot of, some <laughs> English too that really supported us, but basically the most people were Australian. And we stayed so calm and we stuck with the plan and we really stuck together too. That's what we have to do. And, and the calmness in the team, um, yeah, it's just very, uh, very obvious. Um, and, and there's a lot of conviction. And I wonder, if you were to, to win this World Cup final, you've almost completed women's football. You've done everything as a manager. I wonder after that, what, what would be left to do for you? Or would you maybe move to a, a men's side? Or do you want to create a legacy with the Lionesses? 
Now, I'm very happy in the situation I am right now. I, I'm really, really enjoying working with this team, working with the staff and working for the FA. Uh, my contract is until 25 and I have no any plans uh, to go anywhere else. I think that would be music to a lot of fans' ears. I want to show you this photo really quickly. I've got it off Google, so I hope it's you. I believe <laughs> it me. is. It is you. Good. So that's yeah, a good that's start. Yeah. I'm wondering, at that point in time, a young Serena, did you ever imagine you'd achieve what you did with the national team playing and then obviously what you have as a manager as well? No, absolutely not. At that time, as a girl, you actually were not allowed to play football. This is actually this my school team and yeah. uh, I was the only girl on that team. Um, and I just really enjoyed it. The teacher, he, that was always like, it was so enjoyable. It was always like a little party. Every Wednesday, we would go and play football with the team. We were really good. So lots of these guys went into professional football at the highest amateur level. So it was a pretty good team too. And then every time when we would come back, we would have go back to school and have drinks and chips. <laughs> and, uh, and, and well, that was the fun, uh, playing football and, and have those things. There was nothing in me that thought that I would be here right now, having had a, a football career and a coach career. And I'm guessing you probably didn't have any female role models to look up to. So for you, as a, as a female manager and all the Lionesses, how proud are you that there's so many young girls now, and boys as well, that look up to you and what you're doing and, and you're such big role models? Yeah, I think that's one of the um, most incredible things we have achieved, uh, the, 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 the most impressive legacy that now, when you see little girls and little boys having shirts of our players with the, uh, um, on, on, on her backs, and on their backs uh, and they're cheering for 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 all the girls uh, that's just amazing and it's gonna yeah gonna improve even more and more and more and one last question before I let you go I just wonder if you've got a message for the fans um, who are so excited for yeah. Sunday yeah well I hope I hope you're gonna cheer for us again we feel the real support from out England but everywhere else too and we just hope that we're gonna play our best game again um, and of course, we had a very good result and see you someday. So England are feeling calm ahead of the game, but we all know they mustn't underestimate their opposition. Spain are also making history, getting to their first ever World Cup final. But considering their off-field disputes coming into the tournament, it's an incredible achievement they've made it this far. It's also a credit to the squad's mentality and determination. TalkSport's Uma Garav can tell you all a little bit more. champions for the first time in their history. Last summer, England's Lionesses became national legends. But the same could not be said for the Spanish women's national team. Another major tournament, another disappointing result for a side that seemed so stacked with talent. Spain were the better team, but now they've lost twice in eight nights and they will ask how. Then, on the 22nd of September, 15 identical emails were sent to the Spanish Federation by members of the women's national team who declared their refusal to play for their country. According to the Federation, the email contained claims that the Spanish manager Jorge Vilda was having a detrimental impact on the emotional well-being of the players. But the Federation threw their support firmly behind the manager, says senior content editor at Spanish media outlet OneFootball, Alejandro Diago. That letter caused a huge earthquake in Spanish football. The following day we saw in some papers one front page with the headline The blackmailing is unacceptable. The next day, the Federation announced they were banning the 15 players from representing their country until and unless they apologised. 
but the fans were not happy. The trend hashtag Vilda out has become popular on social media as fans express their disapproval of the handling of the dispute. But in a press conference in September, Vilda remained adamant that he was the right man for the job. I call upon the players I have trained during my career. If the treatment you have received from me has ever not been exquisite, I challenge you to come out and say there has been some disrespect or some fault in my behaviour throughout my entire career. The incident has invited speculation and debate, leading to questions around the wider treatment of mental health in the women's game, says TalkSport producer Angelina Kelly. If people are coming to you with a problem, to completely turn around and say, we don't, essentially, we don't believe you, you need to apologise for this, otherwise you can't return to work, it's absolutely appalling. Of the 15 players who sent the initial email back in September, only three were recalled for the World Cup. Missing Mapi Leon is missing one of the best centre-backs in the world. Jorge Bilda will be judged by this World Cup. If Jorge Bilda makes a very good World Cup, I think he will be extended with Spain. And that means that some of the players, they will not go back with the national team. Despite turmoil and controversy, Spain have made it to the final of the 2023 Women's World Cup. And when they take to the pitch on Sunday to face the Lionesses, far more than just a world title will be on the line. Back to England now and star striker Alessia Russo has been speaking to the media ahead of the match about what it means to play in a World Cup final. This is the biggest game, the one that you dream about, the one that means the most, but I feel like it will hit when we're in the tunnel and we're ready to walk out and... Yeah, I think it's an incredible occasion. It's been an unbelievable tournament. Um, and this is it. This is, this is exactly where we want to be. Um, and we can't wait. I think everyone's excited, but also calm at the same time. I know I mentioned that earlier, but that's really the feel that, that camp is right now. I think you've got the wise heads in Mary, Millie, um, Lucy, people like that, um, which is great because... Obviously, they've experienced a lot and, and they're really experienced players in our squad. Um, so to have them there to lean on if you need them is, is important. But yeah, I think everyone's excited, but um, everyone's very calm at the same time. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. 
Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Courtney Sweetman-Kirk joined Alan Brazil and Ray Parler on Breakfast earlier on today to discuss the rumours circulating that Serena Wiegmann is being considered by the FA as a successor to Gareth Southgate if he steps down from managing the men's team. Courtney, do you think that, you know, a lot of talk is about um, the men's football and, again, Alan's right, we've got to concentrate on the final. But do you think she could do the similar sort of job for the men's men's team? Yeah, I don't see why not. Obviously, it was a conversation brought up yesterday to, to Mark Bullingham and I think, you know, the, the words that he used in terms of she would be under consideration, you know, made the time come and rightly so because she's done a fantastic job with the Lionesses. She's obviously already integrated within the FA, so knows how it works in that sense. But I think for me, and I agree with Alan, you're right in the sense that first and foremost, we've got to look at the World Cup final, the yeah. fact that she's got the Lionesses to where they are, focus on winning that. And then after that, I think it's a conversation to be had. But right now, I think the comparisons with, with men's and women's football, it's always easy to, to compare men's and women's, but I think we've just got to take the Lionesses for, for what they are right now and celebrate what they're doing. Courtney, you mentioned they are Spain, good in possession. Who is their danger players? I mean, Alexia Pateas is the one that always springs to mind. I know she's spent a lot of time out injured with an ACL, but Ballon d'Or win, so... You know that that says you know, says for itself what a good player she is. But the one that I've been impressed with, uh, uh, without without sorry, within this tournament, and who's really made an impact is Salma Paduelo. She's only a young player, but wow, she's she's got a lot of talent. She's fast. She's strong. She's great on the ball. Come off the bench and, and scored some really important goals. So yeah, I mean they've got talent all over the pitch, though Spain, and uh, very similar to us in, in every single position. They've got world class players. Another good um, player in the England team I've really been impressed with is Kira Walsh, isn't she? She's been excellent. I mean, she's a Champions League winner, plays for Barcelona, but she's really done well in that midfield area. Yeah, she has one of the best players in the world in that position in the women's game. And for me, she's the metronome. That's what I always say. She keeps everything ticking. She doesn't necessarily do anything spectacular, but she breaks the play up. She plays forward. She plays it simple. Uh, A lot of the tournament as well, she's... By the opposition, she's been trying to be boxed out, you know, man marked, but she's still found a way to, to keep this team ticking. Mm. Um, Courtney, uh, in terms of uh, a bit full house, of course, will, will, do you think England will have more local support or will there be support in Spain? Um, I'm not sure. I think before the tournament and then throughout the tournament, when we were speaking to, to the Australians, the locals, they were saying the Lionesses are our second team. Oh. Now, after we've gone and beat them in the semi final, I'm not so sure. <laughs> uh, I don't know if maybe feelings have changed, but you know, hopefully that you know whoever's in the stadium will get behind the lionesses. It's going to be a fantastic occasion. So hopefully, sort of the soreness will wear off, and and the and the Aussies and the locals will be back behind us again. Finally, to preview the game, I was joined by Jen O'Neill from She Kicks magazine on Wednesday's show. So in case you missed it, here's your reminder. Fresh from Stadium Australia, Jen O'Neill from She Kicks magazine joins me. Jen, how are you doing? 
Uh, I think I'm all right. <laughs> sort of, it's a bit of a dreamland we're in. It, it feels like that, doesn't it? Myself and Leanne Sanderson were just talking about that. I had goosebumps on the final whistle and got a little bit teary, actually, which, I, I mean, I'm just quite an emotional person, to be fair. But, you know, you have been involved in women's football for, for far longer than I have. Before we dig into previewing this final against Spain, just tell me how it feels from your perspective. Oh, I have to be honest and say that I, I detach myself from it so much because it sort of feels so big. So my first World Cup was in 99 and then 2003, and that was a time when England didn't even play in World Cups, never mind get to finals. So the And then witnessing what happened in 2015 and then 2019, them going so close. It, it was really nice to speak to Alex Greenwood and Lucy Bronze in the mix zone just before because they're two players who really deserve this. And, and I think they were two of the better performers. I think tonight, I think Greenwood has just been outstanding this Agreed. tournament. Mm. Uh, and she said it hasn't sunk in for her yet either. No, no, it doesn't. And it it felt at one point when Sam Kerr equalised, there was a little part of me just thought, oh my God, here we go again. Uh, from uh, 2019, you know, three times, especially what we saw with Sweden as well, three times at World Cup semi-finalists. Please don't let this happen uh, again. But it didn't. And England will play Spain in the final on Sunday. Uh, we don't have a show before then, uh, a live one anyway, so it's probably a really good time to preview that game and what better person to preview it with than than with you, Jen, as well, I would say. So uh, Spain have actually only won one of their previous seven Women's World Cup matches before they came into this tournament and they now head to the final uh, after their fifth and most dramatic victory in New Zealand. The historic win for Spain came just 15 days, I can't quite believe this, after they were beaten 4-0 by Japan in a group match which I watched and they were four counter-attacking goals with Spain having the majority of the possession and they'd come into this tournament you'll all remember under a massive cloud as well after 15 players had threatened to quit the team after being unhappy with manager Jorge Vilda's methods and the coach initially exiling them from the squad three of those 15 Mariona Caldente Aitana Bonmati and former Manchester United defender Ona Batcher were eventually included in his squad for the World Cup. But it feels as if Spain have put the differences to one side off the pitch, on the pitch, if that makes sense. And obviously those three players helped La Roja reach the first ever World Cup final as well. I mean, it's pretty impressive when you think about everything that's uh, that, that's gone on behind the scenes for them to have got to this point. Yeah, I think there is a... It's like feeling that they've done it in spite of the coaching staff. And there's some stuff on social media you can see even at the when the, the squad was unveiled and they announced him. And if you look at the, the body language and the facial expressions of the players on the stage when Vilda was um, supposedly clapped onto the onto the stage, it, it, it is strange. They celebrate without him. It's it's an odd scenario, but you cannot deny the quality that they have on the field and the way that they can, the, the way that they play football, basically. And we always detract from their performances by saying, oh, it's pretty, but no end product. Well, they're in the World Cup final and they've got a real chance of winning it. That Japan game is will provide quite interesting viewing for Serena Wiegmann and her staff, I think, because there are some clues as to how you can draw Spain in and then counter punch 
Um, and I, I think it, it's going to be fascinating because England controlled the game tonight against Australia. Yeah. They will not be able to do that against Spain because Spain will possess the ball. That is their style. And, and they actually... don't like playing three at the back, though, I don't think. They find that harder to break down. So the formation that England have discovered almost mm. and are coming into their own playing in this tournament will serve them well, I think, against Spain in the final. There is a little part of me that doesn't think they've just discovered it. You know, I wonder whether they've kind of looked all the way ahead. I know how meticulous Serena Wiegmann and her coaching staff are in terms of their preparation. I wonder if they've had it in their back pocket, wondering who they might meet potentially in the final. And actually we saw, didn't we? And, and when I spoke to Serena Wiegmann leading into the European Championship quarterfinal against Spain, she said England aren't going to have it their own way they're going to have to get used to not having the ball and you saw that England performance albeit against a different Spain side than what we're going to see on Sunday they did start to get frustrated and they were so close to going out of the tournament as well but this feels like this England side are a little bit more experienced now what are they going to learn and what are they going to look to exploit Uh, from in terms of Spain yes I think I think knowing that you you can beat them that's huge. I think you you hit on the experience thing. Although it almost feels slightly like Spain, the senior side have come out of nowhere because they're a very young tournament side in that sense. Twenty fifteen first World Cup, but they're hugely successful at youth level. So a lot of their players have won on the world or European stage at under seventeen or under nineteen slash under under twenties. I think that. Again, we, we, we talk about that Japan game. They hit Spain on the break very quickly. And I, I just think, and I said discovered that formation, not that Serena hadn't, they hadn't discussed it before because she did say that they'd thought about it. It's more that the players and the connections they're making with each other on the field, that it feels like they're discovering their, their mojo. It's coming back game by game. Things like Hemp and Russo up front. I think that, they will be hard to defend against. So what you do with Spain is you let them have the ball, and then when you get the ball, you you do your thing. I'm I, it's I'm not a um a pro licensed coach that's had the time to sort of digest how you would uh, combat that. But England definitely have the firepower, and that like I say, that three at the back, and then the wing backs, and and just the ultimate competitors who know how to win. In in Lucy Bronze, for example, Lucy and Kira. She says that uh, Lucy says she's been messaging some of the uh, Barca teammates over the last few weeks. They understand how they play, so they mm. have that little bit of insight. And obviously, Ona Bacha understands uh, some of the England players from her Man United time as well. Yeah, it's going to be really interesting, isn't it? Because they all do know each other's game quite well. But, you know, Lucy Bronze and, and Kira Walsh, as you say, have already said that, you know, it's going to be interesting in terms of the, the tactics. They can give some inside information from that Barcelona team. But it's really interesting. I'd forgotten that aspect of Spain in terms of them winning through the youth ranks. And when you look at Salma Paraluelo, who's had a fantastic tournament, I feel. I wonder if Jorge Vilder is looking at potentially starting her or using her as that impact sub that we've seen him do. She obviously scored the winner in the quarterfinal and scored the opener for them in the semifinal. She is some talent. I think that um, she's the reason they're in the final. I think it would be naive to suggest any different because without her they they're the same spain that didn't get through the the semis and the final in the euros last summer they're mm. the they're the team that plays pretty football but um without any you know um killer instinct up front she's the the fast paced player that spearheads things and and makes things happen and 
time and again, she's the player that cuts through the opponent's defence and, and then provides the finishing touch, as we saw against Sweden. I think, think she's the player that frightens me. But then I, you, I suppose we're English, so you sort of worry, when is this going to end? It's that sort of slight pessimism or realism of trying to protect yourself. But this England team just keeps on producing. It's it's absolutely incredible. It happened last summer, and it and it's happening again this this summer slash winter here down under. It's you have to start to believe in the way that they believe that they they just they just keep winning. It's it's incredible to witness. I know, and and I, I did believe right from the start, even even <laughs> even well, after watching that Haiti performance. I um, I I really thought that that this England side could go all the way, and. You know, it's going to be really interesting seeing them. They they have experience now of a major final um, against Germany, yeah. which they ultimately went on and won, albeit in circumstances where they were on home turf. But they can almost turn Stadium Australia into home turf this time, I would say, because a lot of Australian fans, you know, uh, will probably switch allegiances for one game only from Matildas to, to Lionesses potentially and Stadium Australia could could be a difficult place for the Spanish to to, to have to deal with. I, I like what you're saying and I'm hoping that it's true. And I, I think can, I give, be, can I give you one other piece of positivity right. in that case? <laughs> yes, Spain, no, it's, I love it. Spain are having to fly over. Somebody... They're having to fly over from New Zealand and yeah. England have made I've themselves very comfortable in Sydney. Yeah, it's true. In Terrigal, it's their base. It was something that they planned all along. Spain have an extra day, but if you've got to travel during that, then you know how much of a of a benefit is that? I think they would have hoped that this game would have gone to extra time, but it didn't. I think England benefited from tonight from Australia. Um, they looked slightly heavy legged. They didn't win as many second balls, and it in England knew that if they could uh, control the game and keep the ball then it would quieten the crowd and and they executed that game plan perfectly apart from the odd sort of really um terrifying wayward pass there were one or two sloppy passes that actually gave australia chances and they can't do that against spain they really do need to tidy that up otherwise you do fear that they will be uh, punished for that and the other worry as well is that the Sam Kerr's shot was phenomenal, but it's a long-range strike that's beaten Mary Earps. Mm. And obviously, Olga Carmona hitting that um, barnstorming drive to to put Spain into the final. That's something that they need to make sure that they, they don't allow England. Yeah, uh, I'm going to make you make a prediction now. I'm really sorry, but you're going to have to. Um, I got the Columbia score right, 2-1. And tonight, I don't know, I thought that, well, I say tonight's this morning, isn't it, for others? I thought, um, I wasn't sure. I, I think, okay, I, I reckon we can, I think reckon England can do it 2-0. There you go. 2-0. Okay, I'm going 2-1 after extra time. I'm, I I reckon it might go like the uh, the quarterfinal uh, did at the European Championships and give us all a heart attack. <laughs> That's what I reckon. I'm floating on cloud nine, though. So if you ask me again tomorrow when I've, hit the ground again then I might be more realistic okay I'll message you brilliant stuff thank you so <laughs> much uh, lovely to talk to you as always Jen take care appreciate it thank you take care Jen and believe I be believe believe Ted Lasso <laughs> that's your lot for today I'm afraid we'll be back on Sunday at 5pm where a range of super top people from TalkSport will be joining me to discuss all the fallout from the final come on you lionesses 
A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.